Greg Collins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Let's say you're in a class for the first time ever, and as they walk through the door, you start sizing up the students. Maybe just on appearance, maybe the way they're acting, all that good stuff. So is it okay to be judgmental in that regard? Well, I think you know what I'm going to say, and I think I still need to say it. All right, if you want to have a little fun before we get started, go back to the title and see if you think I've misspelled a word. Obviously, I am talking about the word judgmental. I've misspelled it a lot or sort of misspelled it because when you spell it properly, at least in this country, I say this country, I'm recording in Kentucky, so I'm in the United States. In American English, it is the correct spelling. You leave out the E after the G. Interestingly enough, in British English, you include the E in that first letter. And of course, we have a lot of examples like that. Color, I know, is has a U in it in British English, I think, if I'm not insulting anybody. So that's, you know, a commonly misspelled word. I play a game sometimes to have, I've always heard that the word separate or separate, however you want to pronounce it, is the most misspelled, commonly used word in in the English language because the middle letter of it, or right around the middle, is an A and not an E, so it quite often gets misspelled. I have students sometimes go up to the board and tell them to spell the word separate, and most of the time they get it incorrect. So that's kind of an interesting little game if you want to play. All right, normally, and not normally, All the time, usually, here I go dropping descriptors in there again, when I pick out a topic of this type, it's because I'm as guilty as everybody else. It is just, I'm going to both support being judgmental, and I'm going to talk against being judgmental. And as I say that, get in your mind what your thoughts are, and The reason I called this title Judgmental by Nature is because I heard that phrase in a movie this week, and I said, well, you know, I haven't talked about being judgmental for a while. Let's use that phrase. Let's see what we can come up with among us substitute teachers. Let's go back to the way I opened the show. I think it is common, if not even acceptable to as your students come in the door, some of them will start challenging you right away. So it's hard not to be a judgmental in that regard. If they're being abusive to students, you have to, and I'd say that mildly, like, you know, just flicking somebody on the top of the head type of thing. You're going to have to deal with that. You could keep an eye on that student That's sort of being judgmental, but yet I think in a constructive way, you know, maybe you want to, in your mind, think, well, did I do that when I was in school, first of all? 
what did I do to get on the teacher's nerves? And then knowing that you're going to have to maybe keep an eye on that student at the same time, how can you bring productive results from that situation? How can, don't be judgmental to the point of isolating that student and keying on them all day, but shoot, take it as a challenge. Watch the student, but see, let's see how I can get that student turned around. Maybe they don't even need to be turned around. Maybe that was an isolated incident. Maybe it was even their brother or their sister Maybe it was their best friend, and maybe they'll turn around and say, oh, this is my best friend. We do this all the time. By the way, it reminds me, this was, these students are now sophomores, so this was back when they were in the sixth grade. I thought I was going to have to break up a fight, and I walked over to the students and tried to get in the middle, and they just started laughing. They said, Mr. Collins, we're best friends. We do this all the time. I made the point with them. I said, all right, I understand. I didn't have brothers growing up. At least, you know, my younger brother was eight years younger than me. So the person I played with most was my cousin, probably, who lived maybe a 10-minute bike ride from me. And, you know, we'd, we'd aggravate each other from time to time, treat each other sort of like brothers. And I told these students, I said, listen, I understand I'm not even going to say I was any different when I was your age, but I said, you know, teachers, we have been trained to not let fights happen. So we can't look at your situation and tell whether it's a real fight or just a friendly thing. So we still have to ask you to stop and not do it in the classroom. And, you know, when you approach them that way, instead of just yelling at them, I think it produces a lot more productive results. I could have judged those kids and just shouted at them and said, I don't want to see it again. But the fact that I walked over to them and they opened up a dialogue and I responded to it in a productive way, I think that helped quite a bit. You know, judgmental has gotten such a negative connotation to it. Sometimes, as I was just mentioning, being judgmental can be productive. If you're letting it be productive, you know whether you're guilty of, I feel like I'm doing a cholesterol commercial, good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. There's good judgment and bad judgment. Good judgment is sizing up a student situation and getting in your mind how you think maybe you can help them with their situation. Bad judgment, and we'll talk about this for a little while now. Bad judgment is, you know, maybe you're casting judgment on a student by the way they talk, by the way they look, by the way they're dressed, by the way that they call Surely this isn't you, but let's mention it anyway. They call some of the other substitute teachers their favorites. Never say that about you. All that's kind of tough. It's hard to balance, but for sure, here's the bad ones. Here's the one, you know, the ones where you go home at night and tell your spouse or your significant other, you won't believe what happened to me in the classroom. And then you start imitating the way the student was acting making fun of them, 
maybe the way they're dressed, maybe they can't help the way they're dressed. The way maybe they chose to color their hair, the way that they wore earrings, boys or girls, all that kind of stuff. If you go home and you're having a judgmental discussion with someone at your home, well, that's the negative part about being judgmental. Now, I could have said this podcast was about, as I do, about substitute teachers, but it could just as easily been about anyone, different workplaces that you're involved, different places that you go. Do you judge people when you're out in a public store? You know, there's judgmental websites. Maybe it's more of a page that makes fun of people in Walmart because when you go to Walmart, you have people at all different levels of income, all different levels of knowledge, but they both are there for the same reason. But yet some of us, if we're not careful, we make judgmental, I don't know, judgmental, we cast judgment, I guess, on them based on all those things, and then we laugh about it. And and that's sad. If we've gotten to the point that we're being negatively judgmental and laugh about people in public, well, can we separate that? We shouldn't do it in the first place, but does that carry over to the students that we're trying to substitute teach? So do this when you substitute teach. Do your best. Now, I I say substitute teachers, and again, it happens to all of us. It happens to regular teachers. I've heard conversation among teachers. You know, I've been substitute teaching now for, started in November of 2018. So look at this. I am, in fact, I am going to step away and take a peek at something. I have a sticker on the side of my studio table that has the date on it when I first Start at substitute teaching, and it is November 27th of 2018. So I guess I'm almost up. I'm just within a few weeks of having substitute taught for four years. I can't believe that. That's amazing to me. And I, I enjoy it so much. I'm going to get, I, you know, we just finished state volleyball, crowned a state volleyball champion here in Kentucky. Congratulations to the Notre Dame school, which is up in the northern part of the state for for winning it. And for that reason, even though still do volleyball, middle school season's coming up, I have a little bit more time and I definitely want to get back to substitute teaching, which I can't do until Wednesday of this week because, believe it or not, this past Friday, And tomorrow, which would be Monday the 7th, the students are out because of the flu, you know, all this COVID stuff. And now they had to close the schools because of sickness with the flu. And then Tuesday is election day. So I know we're casting some votes, I guess, for the House, Senate, some gubernatorial races, that kind of thing. So all that's going on this week. And then I hope to get back to it. More of a, I might even go back to five days a week. I probably won't go back to long, extend it long term. But 
maybe two or three days at a time for the same teacher, maybe five days a week for different teachers, and I'm going to keep my eye out for that. But here's what I'm going to strive to do because I'm as guilty as anybody and I'm going to take that back a little bit. I'm not as guilty as some that I've seen that it seems like their whole life is making fun of people, being judgmental about people. And, you know, when you get right down to it, we're probably doing that to make ourselves feel a little bit better. So let's motivate ourselves to do this. Stop being judgmental in a negative way. Start doing, stop doing it in life. Stop doing it wherever you go out in public. But especially given this podcast is for substitute teachers, let's stop doing it as a substitute teacher. Let's do this. Be judgmental positively. Instead of sizing up a student negatively just based on the way they talk or the way that they look, size them up and saying, okay, if this is where my challenge is today, I'm going to try my best to see if I can't make it be a positive situation. Because what? here's what's going to happen. If you judge, judge, <laughs> if you judge a student negatively, well, your subconscious or maybe even your conscience is not going to spend as much time with those students. You're just going to spend your time with the students that you think you're going to enjoy more because you've been judgmental already. You're separating your students into groups because you think you're going to like this group better. You think you're going to like this group better. But you know because of you being judgmental that you're not going to like these students. You know, they try to set together, try to pull the wool over your eyes. I, I do try to, anytime I'm disciplining, try to think of all the stupid things I did that I got disciplined for. And sometimes I'll even say it like that. Rather than being judgmental about what they do, I put an end to it. But then I say, you know, guys, I may have done that when I was your age back in school, but I got in trouble for it too. So something we have to clean up. But by all means, do not be judgmental when you just see students walking down the hallway. As the class progresses, work on not being judgmental just by the way they act. You know, I even thought about just this moment popped into my head. Sometimes you'll be judgmental based on how much the student talks in class. And I mean, in a productive way, some students just don't talk. It's their personality. They don't want to go up to the board. I'm not sure I'm going to be one of those that forces them to. I often play games in the classroom where they can I'll turn my head and kind of wink and so that they can get help behind my back with a problem. I've gone around the room and asked questions, but uh, I like to do it that way because I don't want to say anything, especially in today's world, even for, you know, I don't want to get in trouble, one, but that's not the only reason I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be judgmental because every student that we substitute teach deserves an equal chance of learning. And it doesn't matter what they've done to us. They all enjoy an equal chance, deserve an equal chance in learning and 
us doing our best job not to be negatively judgmental, but being at least positively judgmental, productive way in that we size up the students. We know the ones that need a little bit more help than the other students, and we act accordingly.